theyeshiva.net. Okay, so today's shiur is dedicated in memory of Reb Aaron ben Harav Reb Avram Yitzchak Hakoyen Koyen. So chirayna levracha. The Rav of Beis Medrash, Divrei Emuna, a giant of the spirit, a unique person in our generation who embodied the values and ideals of Torah and Mitzvahs, by Lawrence Horowitz. Thank you. It should be a good to better and a source, a continuous source of light and inspiration. And blessings. So, at the end of last week, of the end of last class, after discussing at length the two, the two streams, the two dimensions of Avodas Hashem, the fire, the passion, the Krishna, and then the Tefillin, right? The Krishna is the carbon, the fire that goes up and gets subsumed in the divine fire, Esh Eich Esh. And the Tefillin represents the opposite stream, Daya La Eved It's enough for the Eved to be like his master. Hashem wanted to be in Tachtainim, He wanted to dirib Tachtainim. I can also. So you would think that Dayi Levich Yehikirabai is like Bidiyevid. It's like, okay, <laughs> I'm the Evid. If that's where he wants me to be, that's where I'll be. But so he says, no, in a way, in some ways it's much it's a much deeper connection. It's much truer. It's much more unity. Why? He says it's Lamaila Maila Mimadrega Nikri Slavos. What's much deeper? And the reason is, as we explained at length, last class and the class before that, that in the passion, there's an element of yesh, even though it's beautiful and it's exciting. In the in the that's where there's real oneness. It's not that I feel close to you, it's that I'm one with you. If this is your will, so this becomes me. This becomes my will. We say in Perkyavah, and, and that will is not in heaven more than in earth. As he says, the Ratzin is Shava Lamata Kamayla Maila. So here we have a deeper Pshat, Agav, Daye La Evet Usually you translate, it's enough for the Evet to be like Rabbi. The, the, the master's house is destroyed, so you need to have a nice house. <laughs> But here it's much deeper than that. There's the Eved feeling the Rabbi, and then there's the Eved Shiyehei Rabbi. He becomes Rabbi. <laughs> he's not just, he's not feeling Hashem, he becomes Kevayachal, an embodiment, a manifestation of Hashem. Shiyehei Rabbi. Where is that? That's not in the, in the, in the fire, in the Islam, as, as amazing and beautiful as that is. Because that's by definition my experience of you. It's in the fact that I may step away from the fire and go into that place where the fire may not burn as intensely or may not burn at all. And yet, I know that this is, this is your will, this is your desire. So he becomes kik Now Somebody asked me yesterday, so why do you need the first Indian? The first Indian seems yes. <laughs> so cut it out. <laughs> it's a good question. So it's just I just want to clarify it. <laughs> At least one aspect. There's a lot to say. I just want to say one aspect. I'm going to go back to my marshal that I gave two days ago with two best friends or a husband and a wife. Two people who are very close to each other. And they love being near each other. And then the wife asks the husband if he can go to the airport. <laughs> but he can go shopping, right? So he says, no way. <laughs> I'm not going to leave you for a moment. <laughs> I can't. I'm going to die without you. Ah, such a, so, so, 
So close, right? I can't leave you. I'm not talking about genuine. I don't mean that it's uh, fake. He's just being lazy. <laughs> I don't want to leave you. It's a genuine feeling. But we all understand it's very nice. It's very geschmack. But where am I really closer when I leave you? Because that's what you want. <laughs> I, want to, I want to stay close. But you want, I should go. So the question is, what do we want? Do we want what I want? I want to stay close. Well, you want me to go. Now, let's say there's absolutely no passion. There's no passion. I'll go, because that's what you want. However, what often happens is, take the husband. All his life, he'll be in airports, right? Or, or wherever his wife sends him on an errand. But if I don't, if there's no passion, if there's no closeness, so the part of I that exists in this world is going to resent it. I'm like your shmata. I'm like your instrument. You say, but this is the deepest vacus. Your will becomes her will. I don't want my will to become your will. I have my own will. I'm not interested. For me, that's not... I have my will. You can't find a place for yourself. I want to find a place for myself. Everybody teaches that you have to have self-confidence. You have to find a place for yourself. I have no place for myself. You see how this can be, uh, how resentful you can get? So I could do it. So what happens? Either at some point it's going to come back to bite me and I'll throw it away. Or I'll become like robotic, like more like a zombie and, and repress my emotions. I just become like a, a slave who's lifeless. That's why the first half of the Maima speaks about the Aish. The Aish is what brings the person into it. Not just the Nefesh Alekiz, but also the Nefesh Bahamas. Then he says, like in the Marshall, you, you, you're close to this person. I want to be with you. We appreciate each other. You're the best thing that ever happened to me in my life. You're the best thing that ever happened to me in my life. Then he says, That's not There's something deeper. And what deeper is, as deep as the passion is, to actually transcend that separateness, even though it's such a beautiful experience of separateness, because I'm feeling you. It's not like I'm separate. I'm not detached. And to go into something even deeper. Right. Avada. If I care, the relationship becomes deeper. <laughs> he becomes Rabbi. He's not just, he doesn't only love Rabbi, he becomes Rabbi. If, if, if you destroy the eye, you could ask a better question. Enoid Mulvada, yeah? So don't create anybody. <laughs> Much better, Enoid Mulvada. In fact, pre Bria Sa'ilam was this. There was no Dira Betachtainim. There was no Tachtainim. There was no Dira. It was Enoid Mulvada. Briya was that there should be a yesh, and that the yesh experiences the bitl hayesh. So that's the synthesis. In that itself, there's two b'chinas. One is yesh, which is called islavos. Now, the Al-Tarebbe calls islavos yesh. You understand what type of yesh that is. It's a shvach yesh. The yesh of islavos is nishtaz hayesh. Legabe, dire betachtoinim, it's a yesh. Because it's my... It's 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 my feeling. He says, "I love the words." You can't speak about his lapas without a pesatziyut of a azach. He can't. I'm sorry. If you want to talk about excitement, if you want to talk about feelings, what's his You can go very high with the slavos. That there's no yesh. But he says, but you'll find it somewhere. Because that's the definition. He says, I'll call, I'll call upon him means minimal, something. I'll, not big yesh, but you're going to find yitzayah. There's going to be episode picture. If not, the whole thing can't have meaning. The only place where, where <laughs> there's, there's absolutely no separateness. There's pure infinity, pure achdus is actually when I step away from the passion. This is your will. And as I mentioned a few times, this is not to say there shouldn't be passion when you do a mitzvah. 
It does mean, however, that the passion of the mitzvah pales in comparison to the mitzvah itself. You understand? Huh? The passion pales in comparison to the mitzvah itself. So don't get confused by that. What most people, what often most people think is the only value of a mitzvah here in this mind, it's punktfarket. Most people think the value of a mitzvah is the passion of it, right? You do it, obviously you have to do it, but come on. Like, uh, like somebody said a few days ago, right? He was told the way he puts on tefillin, the tefillin is garnished. And this mime is, uh, is, is exact opposite point. As passionate as you're going to be, heaven, heaven will, cro- will dance from your passion. It's, 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 it's amazing. It's ecstatic. Spiritually ecstatic. And chas v'shalom to be at mavatl. Chas v'shalom. Chlaunat. But it doesn't capture the power and the profundity of the, of the mitzvah itself, of, of the relationship itself, of the experience itself that's not about the experience. The Navi himself, the Prophet himself, had these two stages. If you open up, say, for Yermiel right? Most, many of the Navim didn't want to do what they did. The Gemara says there were Navim keflaim keyotzim mitzrayim. That's 1.2 million Nevi'im that we know about. But they were never recorded. We only have 48 prophets that are recorded. Why? Those with Nevi'im, the Gemara says in Megillah, there's a message there. Many of these Nevi'im, they had the worst job in the world. Yirmiyah Navi, he didn't want to go. He didn't want to go. Take Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is Rabban Shalkala Nevi'im. The Rambam calls him the Rebbe of all the prophets. For him, going... To become Moshe Rabbeinu was actually a punishment because of this. <laughs> Moshe was very, very happy in the desert with his sheep. He was loved it. You're talking about people who didn't need validation. They didn't need fame. You understand that? <laughs> they didn't need to win the elections. They really didn't care for it. You're giving up your Elam Haza, but more important, you're giving up your Elam Haba. That's the var. Moshe Rabbeinu, who is he dealing with? He has to deal with Kairach, Medosim, Avidim, with. Every Monday and Thursday there was another parsha. What did he need it for? So that's where Dayil Rabbi. Hashem told him, I created the world. I want to do it Do me a favor. This is what this is what, what this is what we need. This is what we need together. No, of course it's true. In other words, ultimately it's not two separate things. The husband goes to the airport with the same passion. Like he had when he was looking at his wife, when he's looking at his wife into her eyes. Listakala, there's an expression, Listakala be karadamalka with Hashem. Einechayoinim. We say in, in Kail Adin, I'll call Amaisim on Shabbos. Toivimoyer Shabara Lekeno, right? Malayim Ziv, Mefikim Noiga, Nazivim Mechalolam. Smechim Betseisam, Vesasim Bevoyam. It's talking about the sun, the moon, the planets, the galaxies, the stars. Smechim Betseisam. On Shabbos morning. They're happy when they come out in the morning. Vesosim, and they rejoice, bevoyam, when they go back, when they set. How does that work? Usually, if you're very, very happy to leave your house in the morning, you're really ecstatic leaving your house in the morning, are you happy to come back? If you love leaving your house, the house doesn't work for you. You don't like coming back. And if you hate leaving the house, and therefore you love coming back, you don't love leaving the house, right? If you have an amazing, amazing home, an amazing time in your home. Smechim betseisim v'sosim bevayim. How does it work? You like going to the airport or you like staying in the house? The answer is, oisim be'ema v'tsayin kainam. V'tsayin be'ema v'tsayin kainam, so it's smechim betseisim and it's sosim bevayim. It's opposites. Here I'm leaving the house, here I'm coming back to the house. My house is a great place. The answer is that the relationship has reached beyond the yesh of Islavos. That's what you're saying. So the yesh and the ayin accompany each other, they become one. And that's where the fusion happens. That my Islavos accompanies the connection. Not the connection accompanies the Islavos. The yesh is bottled to the ayin, not the ayin is bottled to the yesh. So the avada, there's real passion in that. The, the biggest passion. 
the deepest passion is in the husband going to the airport, I would say. Because that's your will. The deepest, much deeper. Over there, the passion is feeding off the oneness. The oneness is not limited by the passion. That's what you meant. Yeah? If you love a certain place, I'm sorry, if you hate a certain place, so you're happy to leave. Some people, unfortunately, love to leave their houses. Corona was a big problem. If you love the home, so, so you're not happy to leave, right? It's hard to leave. Nebuch, you have to go to work. Somebody got to pay the bills, so you got to leave. So you're so happy to come back, but you're not happy to leave. Other people are very happy to leave, but they're not happy coming back. They stay at work till 11 o'clock at night. Every night is something else. There's an event, there's another event, there's another event. You know, the Mustama heard of this, no? People who have events every night. Me excluded. So I'm asking, how could it be smechim betzeisim besosim bevoyim? The answer is, oisim be'em and it's so incredible. In Shabbos morning, we say, Oisim be'emer itzayin koinam. With reverence, they fulfill the desire of their creator. The desire now is to leave, so I leave. The desire is to come back, I come back. Right. It's not absence makes the heart grow fonder. Absence makes the heart grow fonder is a taichin yeshus. <laughs> this is the absence itself. <laughs> not the absence makes the heart grow fonder. When I come home from the airport, it's going to be good. Right now, it is a much deeper achtos. Yeah. And that's what Eretz Knan represents. And then there was the last piece we learned, that Chazal say before they went into Knan, because there is a danger when you step away. In many ways, Mitzvah Maisius is stepping away from the Hislavos, from the Dveikus, and going into, going to the airport, <laughs> because it's stepping into something that can become that is technical and sometimes tedious and finite and limited. And that's what tefillin represents. That's called Eretz Knan, Milashen Hachna. So Chazal said before they went in, there was a tzira, right? The hornet, a special type of hornet that uh, uh, spewed or, or sent off, unleashed some poison and it had that double effect. The Gemara says in Saita, Rashi brings it. He speaks about the tzira. It had two effects, to blind and to castrate. So he explains this in Avedis HaAdam, Bariches we spoke about, why the second parish of Krishna is anger, right? People say you have anger issues. There's anger. So remember what he said, that sometimes when you explain when you when you're trapped you're not allowed to even be angry when you reach a certain place of discovery you suddenly experience on a sense of upsetness or a sense of you're livid or angry at a previous condition that you weren't even aware of so he said after the slavos of the first parish of krishna is vechara af hashem bachem the taich is i think vechara af hashem bachem the divinity that's inside of you gets angry. And what does it mean it gets angry? It gets angry, it means it gets upset. Why did I have to feel, why did I feel that this is who I have to be when it's not who I am? And he says, and that's a good thing. This is when anger, so to speak, good for you. Because if not, the anger comes out on other people that shouldn't come out to. This is a type of upsetness that comes from a person appreciating who they are that they didn't have before. comes the From the sweat of the Chayas HaKadosh, from the Hislavos of the Chayas HaKadosh, the Psoilus of that is, there's an element of, of Nahar Dinur, of fire. He says, in every single world, there's, there's, there's anger. What's the anger? It's Toiver Rach, Hesed Anger could be, I'm either full of vengeance and anger and negativity, or the anger is a genuine upsetness at me not being who I'm capable of being. If somebody is in a prison their whole life and they feel they have to be there, they get very upset, and that's a good upsetness, he says. 
So he says in the parsha Shni of Krishna after the Slavos, he shamrulachem pen yifta levavchem. He says legabe a whole day there was no yifta levavchem. But once you experience the echad, now pen yifta levavchem that I have to live in a place outside of infinity. V'chara af Hashem b'chem the God inside of me is upset. That was the nekuda. So let's now finish this paragraph. Three lines from the top, page 81, Mem Aleph, column 2. Ve'hetiv yechreloi, he gets upset. U'bazel mekarer akaz v'achem shabera gomor v'loi yirala cherem kla. And when you have this type of fire, this type of gvura, then it cools off the anger and the wrath towards other people, which becomes takera gomor, it becomes destructive. See, the Altarebbe says... There's, there's an element of gvura, there's an element of chema in, in every world. That's what he says. The question is how it's going to be harnessed. Either I'm going to be angry at other people, I'm going to be angry at the world, or I'm going to be able to feel the empathy and the pain, and you maybe you can call it anger, he calls it chema, towards that which robs me or has robbed me from my true identity. And that comes from the sweat of the Chayas HaKadosh. Metaphorically, it's the way Chazal is saying, from real hislavos comes a healthy anger. That was the hornet. It castrated Ra. What does it mean to castrate Ra? To give birth, you have to have passion. There's no birth without passion. Asaris means somebody who's infertile. There's no chamimus. So to make them asaris means to cool off the ra. There's no birth. It also blinded them. Stop looking at other people and be comparing yourself when it comes to their success. And even there, Avaidah Hashem, and you look with an evil eye. Stop doing that. That, before you go into Eretz Canaan, they had to have the hornet. The hornet did two things. It castrated from below and it blinded from above. What does it mean in Avaidah Hashem? It means before you're going into Eretz Canaan, and you can get entangled with the finite world, like he says, because you're stepping away from Islavos. So one has to be careful. In other words, there's a danger. There's a danger. There's a danger when the Jew steps away from infinity into finiteness. When the soul that's infinite goes into a new place. So I need to have the tzira to be able to protect me. What did the tzira do? He said, on one end it created misarsa milamata, which is the idea of that the ra, which a person is capable of, is cooled off the anger, the negativity, the negative passion, the negative passion is cooled off, because when you're stepping away from positive passion, maybe negative passion can take over. And number two, I don't look, I don't have to compare to others. The Gemara says, bracha rests on things that are concealed from the eye. What does this mean? The bracha of Hashem, elakus, that's the ultimate bracha, that you access a lakus, that's the ultimate blessing, that comes ba'ayin toiva. If I'm busy looking with an ayin ra, over there there's no hamshachas alakus. So this is as a preparation to Eretz Yisrael. Siv dalet. Based on this whole maimer, we'll understand what happened with the spies. Remember how the whole Maimah began. That right after the story of the spies, Hashem tells Moshe that when you come into Eretz Yisrael and you bring a carbon, you have to make sure you pour the wine. And the Gemara compared that to Tefillin and the carbon to Krishna. The question is why after the Meraglim and what's the comparison? So he went into the whole husband about fire and Islavos and then Diribitachtoyna. So now in Siv Dalad he says, now we'll understand the Meraglim Shloy Ratsu Likonis Leretz Knan. They didn't want to go into Eretz Canaan. At, sur- at surface, you look at the story and you say, they were troublemakers. They were rabble-rousers. They were heretics. They had lost their faith. They were obnoxious. They were rude. They were disgusting. Right? The problem with that reading of the story is, it's very difficult. 
Moshe chose them. He chose them. And not only that, the Torah testifies, they were men of distinction, they were leaders. Moshe knew the people. He chose 12 leaders. And you could see their stature from the other two, Yeshua Benun, who would become Moshe's successor. This was the stature of these leaders. And he sends them. And Hashem told them, you do it, I'm not telling you to do it. So it was his responsibility. So he certainly investigated the, the process. And then suddenly they just lose everything. So most people say they lost faith. But remember, these are the Jews that just a year ago they left Mitzrayim, they saw the ten plagues, they crossed the sea, they stood at Sinai. That day for breakfast, they ate mon that came from heaven. They didn't go to a Starbucks for a coffee. The coffee came from heaven. That morning, they didn't have to go to the bathroom because the man had no psoilus. That morning, the, the, the Anani HaKovid uh, ironed their kapotas, <laughs> or whatever they were wearing, <laughs> their robes, I don't know what they were wearing. So it's not like they didn't have to believe, right? They didn't have to believe. They saw it. So just to say, you know, they just lost everything and they were Rishayim Gemurim, you have to understand it much deeper. So the Alter Rebbe, there's other Maimadim and Shlach that we learned in previous years, and this follows the Alter Rebbe's trajectory. So the famous, unique idea of the Alter Rebbe about the Miraglam. The Miraglam didn't want to go into Yisrael not because they were lowlifes. They didn't want to go into Yisrael because they were spiritually sensitive. It was a mistake, but it was a mistake that came from deep sensitivity. Based on this, Maimah will understand it. They didn't want to leave to go to the airport. I understand. When you're in love, you don't want to go away. It's very hard to go away. It's easy for me to say, just go. But if you're in love, you don't want to go. It's too painful. And you'll find reasons not to go. And then the reasons will be justified based on your internal desire. So he says, Going into its Knan, you remember what he said? What's Knan? Knan is Achno. Knan is Shiflus. Knan is leaving, it's going downward. Stepping into a world of mitzvahs, maisius, which is all physical things. What did life look like in the desert? What did life look like in the desert? It was literally heaven and earth. Absolute paradise. This taka shita, many rishonim, they didn't even put on tefillin in the midbar. It's a machleke, they put on tefillin, they didn't put on tefillin. A lot of the mitzvahs they didn't have. Certainly all the mitzvahs, atluyas ba'aretz. All agricultural mitzvahs, which is an enormous amounts of mitzvahs. You couldn't do in the Midbar. Right? There's no separating challah, there's no troopers, there's no mice, there's no liquor, there's no shrikha, there's no payah. There's no plowing your field for six years and planting your field for six years. You don't have to have an army, you don't have to have a government, you don't, there's no politics. There were still problems, but they didn't have to run a country. And you see how Israel runs a country, yeah? Every Monday and Thursday they're looking for a new government. Not so easy for Jews to run a country, right? Jews like to be a spiritual people. So this, they don't want to go in. Why don't they want to go in? They don't want to step into the world of Gash. Three words. They lack the emunas hayichud betachtoinim. The emunas hayichud, the, the awareness of yichud betachtoinim. That's very difficult to understand. And here, you know, sometimes... Uh, you read a line and you, it, your breath is taken away. He uses three words of the Miraglam to show where they said this. Ki Amru, they said, Eretz Echeles Yoshvehahi. Eretz Yisrael is a beautiful land, but it eats up its inhabitants. What does that mean? Eretz Echeles Yoshvehahi. Says the Alter Rebbe, Pirush, Yoshveha, Ein Teufsin, Mokim, La'atzmam, Klal. I want to experience God. I don't want to cease to be. In Eretz Yisrael, it's a cheles It's the second pchina. There's no I left. And that I don't want. I want to be one with you. I want to be with you. I want to feel you. I want to experience you. They were very sensitive people. 
Eretz, when you come into that land, you're going to go into a world of physicality. You're not going to have this passion. Great! You'll have more, you'll have him. But I want me. I want to be. I want to watch the show. I want to feel the romance. I want to look into your eyes. I want the ecstasy. It's not regular yeshus. I'm saying that again and again. You have to understand. It's not narcissism. It's not haughty arrogance. It's spiritual. It's very spiritual. They said, but the land of Eretz Yisrael, when you eat something up, what happens to what you eat? I'm asking. Anybody knows? What happens when you eat something? What happens to this the item? Nobody eats here. And what happens to it? It becomes part of you, right? It doesn't sit in your stomach and enjoy you. It becomes part of you. Eretz, it eats up its inhabitants. What happens to its inhabitants? They become part. They become part of the oneness. They don't want that. I don't want to become part of you. I don't want to become you. I want to be me. I want to look at you. I don't want to eat. I don't want, I don't want you to eat me. That's what they said. Pirush, the Yoshva of Eretz Yisrael won't occupy space for themselves. To be mevatel themselves. What does mevatel To become one with Yichud. To be ein oid damish. Like he said before, in his slavos, there's an Indian of a yesh. But in ein oid, I am you. They didn't want that. They didn't want that ein oid. He says, why not? Ki hoyu It says, the Medrash says they were a der deya. They were a generation of das, of awareness. A deya of deep connection. V'shoyrish nishmasam lamayla mayla. And their source of their neshama was very, very deep. Well, they had certain mitzvahs. But in the Midbar, all the mitzvahs, Mysias, all the physical, practical mitzvahs, many of them were not there in the Midbar. But they did have many mitzvahs. Huh? So, so he says, you see, so, sometimes I say, I don't have a problem going into Eretz Yisrael. <laughs> you understand? He's saying they had a problem because they knew what it is. <laughs> they knew what it, they were a third day. Their Shadosh and Neshama was Lamay Lamayla. They knew what the passion is. They knew what the Slavos is. It says in Zohar that they didn't want to go into Eretz Yisrael because in the Midbar they were leaders. And they knew in Eretz Yisrael they won't be leaders anymore. So everybody touches that they just wanted power. You know, there's going to be new elections. <laughs> so you don't want to go in. It's for Semis rights, and it's based on this Likud It doesn't mean they were afraid they're not going to be heads anymore, that they're not going to be leaders. It says they were afraid they won't be in the Pchina of a head. They're going to be like a regal. In other words, they won't be conscious anymore. They won't be in the, in the spiritual state of a head. They're going to be like feet, like legs. They're going to become lifeless. Why do they feel that way? Because they were third day. They had Das. If they wouldn't have had Das... If they were stum, uh, if they were just peasants, what's wrong with the physical world? Yeah, to be toifas this maime, you have to understand how he's looking at a neshama. If you see yourself as finite, dira is not a problem. <laughs> he sees you as infinite. If you're infinite, what do you, what do you, what do you, what, what do you need that? It's not your place. The miraglam understood that. They felt it. So in Mela, they didn't want to go in. They didn't want to go in Texas Israel. So let's put it different. Let's put it a little differently. Everyone learns what were the spies afraid of? They were afraid of failure. They were afraid that they would be killed. They would be defeated. They would be destroyed. They'd never do it. The Altarebbe is saying they weren't afraid of failure. They were afraid of success. It's a very different interpretation. It's a paradigm shift. They weren't afraid of failure. They were afraid of success. The project is going to work, and that's the problem. The marriage is going to work. The relationship is going to work. It's going to work. And they were afraid of that. This is a much, much more beautiful, safer, secure, comfortable, spiritual, holy place to be.
It's almost the cry of the soul before it has to come down. There's a niggin, you know the niggin, it's a chabad niggin. Haneshama yeredes letoi chaguf. Achtsoyekes vai vai vai. Achtsoyekes vai vai vai. The soul's anxiety. Why is it anxious? It's anxious from the anxiety. Who needs the anxiety? This is a crazy world. And the Rabbeinu Bechaya writes in Parshish Kiseitze that a soul knows and agrees to what it's going to go through. So let's say, right, you're going to go through stuff in life, and who doesn't? And some, some of you went through big stuff. Your soul knows it before. Why, why would I sign up? It's like in Second World War, you sign up to go to Normandy, to go fight the Japanese on a Pacific island. <laughs> Stay home in Kentucky. Mow the lawn and feed the horses. It's a very deep, deep story, the Miraglam story. It's an existential story. Wasn't it? They were deep people. They were sensitive people. They understood what Dinebetachtoina means. It's going to be a success. Because they had such a sensitivity to Islavos, he says, they were not ready for that final step. What's a Munasichudei Betachtoinim? That the real, the real truth of Yiddishkeit, the real truth of Yiddishkeit is that ki esak shamayim shamata v'atziya sha'oil hineka. The yichud Hashem betachtoinim mamish, that the finiteness is only another expression of the infinity. And it's even deeper because that's where his ratzin is. They weren't afraid of failure. They were afraid they're going to go in and they're going to settle and they're going to become physical farmers and politicians and military men. And the state of ecstasy will be dead. They didn't want to give up the fire. The Midbar was a fire. What do you do a whole day in the Midbar? What do you do? There was nothing to do. What were you stressed about? Tuition? No tuition. Moshe was the teacher. Shaduchim? There was no Shidduch crisis. The women lived and the men died. After the Miraglam. <laughs> what were you worried about? No, 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 no. They did. The Merag- you want to know what the sin of the Miraglam really was? What he's saying? They didn't learn this Maimon in Lakota Taira. I'm not joking. And it brings out their godless. Till today you have the struggle. We have it every day. People have it their whole lives. Do I sit on the couch or do I go to the airport? <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's, it's a very deep struggle. There's a place where you can experience Dvekas much more. And then there is a place where you step out of Dvekas and you don't experience Dvekas and it's very hard. It's going out into a place where you're being challenged where you could be completely uh, completely derailed, where there are attacker dangers. And then you say, I know you don't experience Dvekas, but it's much deeper Dvekas. It's a struggle. You have to appreciate the struggle. It's not about a lecture. I could lecture about this. We can all lecture about it. Oh, so the mistake of the Miraglam was, it's called a hate, it's called a sin. The Miraglim did a sin, but he's explaining what the sin was. Right. That the Sof Kal Sof, the whole purpose of creation was not to escape Olam Haza, and not to escape yourself, and not to escape your animal soul, and not to escape your body, and not to escape your experiences, and not to escape earth. And in that, there's a much deeper dveikas than anything else. Even though, at the surface, it looks like you're stepping out of the oneness. You're not stepping out of the oneness, you're stepping out of the passion and the experience of oneness into oneness. I'll say that again. You're stepping out of the experience of oneness into oneness. You hear? I think I once told you a few years ago, there's a maimah from the Tzamech Tzedek, and he says, what was the Chet Eitzah Das? You know, Das, what's Das? The first time it says Das in Chumash, 
is the tree of das. Then after that, Adam yada es Adam knew chava, and they had and she had children. So what does yada mean? Yada doesn't mean he knew her. You know, he looked her up on Google. Yada means intimacy, zivug, right? Va Adam yada es chava means he was he was intimate with chava. So what's eight sadas? Eight sadas is an eight that allows you that connection, that das. That experience. So the Tzamech Tzedek says, I think he says it, that he heard from his grandfather, Balatanya, that what was Adam Arishan's chet? Why did he want to eat from the Eitzadas? Even if you don't understand fully what I'm saying, it's fine. I just want you to hear the sensitivity. Eitzadas, Toivadas, Adam and Chava, they wanted to experience Ava Veira. They wanted Das. They wanted to experience love of Hashem and awe of Hashem. Pre-Eitzadas, they didn't experience it. They wanted to experience it. That's what he says. They wanted Avavira. They wanted to feel Avavira. They wanted to feel it. Das is the source of feelings. Because it always comes, but it always comes with self-awareness. There's no feeling in the world that's not based on self-awareness. You understand that? You can't feel without self-awareness. That's what he said here. There's no Islavas without Yesh. That's not a bad thing. That's the design. That's the chemistry. That's why you can't feel somebody else if you're a shmata, if you don't feel yourself. Always self-awareness is the, the ability to feel someone else. Because that's what a feeling is. I'm feeling you. I'm experiencing you. If there's no self-awareness, I can't experience you. It gets very, very entangled. What's me? What's you? My wife told me she went to a session there was a lot of therapists there with some some big uh, healer some so uh so he was telling them that the most important thing about therapists is that they have to have self awareness more than anything else so she says somebody got up there and uh and started to speak how uh how you don't need self-awareness, and you just have to tune into the patient, and you have to don't know no difference who you are and what you're feeling. <laughs> so my wife told me she got very triggered. But this person, a smart man, he looks at into the it was a woman, he looks at her and he says, You must be in a lot of pain. <laughs> That's all he said. You must be in a lot of pain. <laughs> you understand? He was typhus the Indian. That's what we mean, yesh. Yesh is not a bad word. <laughs> yesh is a slavos. It's self-awareness. So Adam and Chava had to become self-aware. Once you're self-aware, oh, I'm naked. Oh, I'm naked. It's not nice to be naked. You should get clothes. <laughs> My one-year-old doesn't, your one-year-old doesn't mind being naked, right? Because he's not, that level is not there. So he says, Dirdeya, the Miraglam had das. They had das. And therefore, Vigam, Hachiti, Hayevusia, Moiri Yesha Bahar, Sheheme, Mashiva, Mitumus, Evdikhavam, Shabemus, Oyudon, Babesahi, Vishorsham, Shevamidis, Toilamatoyu, Vem Shoresh, Shevamidis, Royce, Shetzorik, Lizor, Merchelor, Lippel, Bamidis, Ahem, Hasvisholim, Kiragla, Yodis, Mavis, Ukamashakos of Shiva, Goyim, Gdolim, Vatsumimimcha. They went further and they told the Jews, you know who's sitting on the mountain? The Chiti, the Yavusi, the Amoiri. What were they saying? This is all the Alter Rebbe's explanation. These are all the seven tribes of Eretz Yisrael, Knan, which represent the seven Midas. The seven Midas of Oivdeke Chavim, which come from the seven Midas of Oilam Atoyu, which translate and are manifested into Midas Royas. He says, be careful. When you step out of his Slavos, be careful, these seven nations are here to attack you. It's a metaphor for the seven Midas inside of us that can come out and overwhelm us and derail us from our true oneness with Hashem, from our goodness, from our power. And they look like this. The seven tribes, we always talk about the seven. Those seven are inside. And it's little, little lions or, or tigers that can attack. If you're in the place of Krishna, they're dormant. 
But you want to step away. You want to go into a world of darkness. Oh, you'll experience darkness. Amalek will pounce on you. The Chitti, they'll all pounce on you. Spiritually speaking, internally. When you're going out of that world of oneness into the world of fragmentation, all the Ra is going to come out. The skeletons are going to come out and the skeletons will eat you. So they say two things. One hand, you won't exist. Because <laughs> Bittl, Akdos. And on the other hand, something else can happen. The opposite can happen. You go out of the base medish and you go into the world of business. Who knows what you're going to see? Who knows what you're going to hear? Right? You go out of the world of oneness and you go into your emotional mess. Who knows what's going to happen there? Don't go there. Stay in the midbar. And he says, the Alter Rebbe says, aren't they right? It says in Chumash, Shiva Goyim G'doylem V'atsumim Mimcha. Moshe said this in Parshas Ekev. These seven nations are bigger than you and stronger than you. Isn't that a good taina? Says the Alter Rebbe, but there's one word here. Ach be'emes Amar V'atsumim Mimcha. Mimcha dafke. Everybody learns they're nations that are bigger and stronger than you. He says there's another interpretation. They're gdoilim, they're bigger, and atzumim, they're stronger, mimcha, because of you. You are the one who give them the strength. The Miraglim didn't understand the power of a person. Goyim gdoilim v'atzumim mimcha. They glean their codes. They get the codes from you. All those seven middays, they get their codes from you. Don't be afraid of them. You're the one who gives them power. You hear his taich. Not mimcha, they're bigger than you. Their greatness, their power, their, their insanity is mimcha. It's from you. I'm the one who gives them the oxygen. I can also take away the oxygen. Don't be afraid of them. They're very big. They're big monsters. But I'm the one who creates them. Don't, don't, real, don't forget your power. Why is that? If I believe they're monsters, they're monsters. It's how I look at them. It's how I view them. These Midas that are challenging me in Eretz Knan, I'm the one who will either raise them to become monsters, or I will be able to put them in the context of my true, my true, my true self, my true identity. Don't give them such power. That's what Kolov said. Their tzel, their their big shadow, their darkness is gone. Hashem is with us. Pirush, Havaya Nimshechitonu Bemikre Mishna Vechele Mikhailem Shoyna. The way he teaches these psukim. Sort Silam, their shadow, their darkness is gone. Vashem Itonu, what's Hashem? Hoyahoyavi Itonu is with us. What's with us? With us is in Mikre, in Mishna, in Gemara, Caleb, because remember, what's the beginning of the journey of infinity into finiteness? Learning Nigla. The Miraglim didn't want that. The Miraglim, <laughs> you're right, but not look at the Torah. They wanted Kabbalah. That's what they wanted. They wanted Kabbalah, not Chesidus. Yeah. They wanted Nister, not Chesidus. Do you hear the difference? They wanted Kabbalah, thus, yeah. They didn't, they didn't want the Kalim. That's, uh, leave me alone. It doesn't start off, they don't want to go to work. They don't want to go into the world of the Yitzhak. It starts off much more subtle. In Torah itself, you have Tachtoinim and Elyoinim. Kabbalah is Elyoinim. Mishnayis is Tachtoinim. When I say Tachtoinim, I don't mean Tachtoinim that it's low. It deals with the physical world. The Gemara says this in Sukkot of Chavches, right? For the Bali Nigla here, the Gemara says that What's Dover Gadol? What's Dover Cotton? The Gemara calls it Dover Cotton. Why? The Gemara says it. Because it deals with the katnus of the world. What are Abaya and Rava dealing with? They're dealing with thugs and liars and thieves and criminals and migwis and shmuas and believe them, not believe them, about this. It's a different world. 
so the the Kalev says, Hashem itanu. What's itanu? In the Kalim, with me, with us, in our in our structures. You don't have to run away. So all these Sheva Midas Rose you're afraid of, don't be afraid of them. Be afraid of yourself. <laughs> Talk about self-awareness, right? The seven people who are trying, the seven nations trying to destroy you. Al Rebbe says, no, 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 no. All you have to have is awareness of who you are. All their power is going to be coming from you. So now the question is, does a therapist need self-awareness? <laughs> does anybody need self-awareness? The, the whole G'daylum V'atzumim is going to be based on your awareness. That's all it's going to be. It's going to be how you, how you define it, the context that you make for it. Kalev said you could look at the same reality. I see a whole different reality. V'ashem and he said, and that's the ultimate kavana, and you're making a very big mistake here. Because you're stepping away from the entire plan of existence. The whole plan of existence was the empowerment of an infinite human being to be able to infuse the finiteness with oneness. And on the contrary, that's where the Ratzon Hashem is, and that's where you will become. Never be afraid of that. Oh, after he says this, now the last piece, he explains the Gemara, that if you do Krishna without filling, you are makriv an oiler without a mincha, and a carbon without nesachim. What's the connection? And that was said right after the Miraglim. So what's the first thing Hashem tells Moshe after the story of the spies? What's the first thing he should tell him? <laughs> you see here, you read Chumash, Parsha Shlach, right? You read the story of the spies, and suddenly it gets as technical about pouring wine. He said, it's not technical. This was the sheer. Hashem told Moshe, the Jews never understood the Nesachim. They only understood the Karbonis. <laughs> What's the difference of Karbonis and Nesachim? What happens to a carbon? It goes up. What happens to the Nesachim? What do you do with the wine, you know? Pours down and it goes all the way down, down, down. There was a, 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 a hole on the Mizbeach. It went down all the way to the foundations and it went down to the Shittin that went down all deep, deep into the holes, that went all the way into the lowest places. Known as the shitted. One second. Are we going up or we're going down? <laughs> Which one are we going? <laughs> are we going into a fire or are we pouring wine? Which one is it? So he says, that's the whole Indian. So this, the, after the Meraglim, the next mitzvah is actually a shear. It's, it's, the the Rebbeinu Shalom is teaching Moshe Rabbeinu what we have to teach the Jews. It also shows you how to read Chumash. You understand? It's not like, okay, I hate them. They're all going to die in the desert. He gives a share in the So let's now see this last piece. There's a long parenthesis here, I think from the Tzemach Tzedek. It's around 10 lines. So go right after that. The line starts, Doyud. It's like a 10-line parenthesis. What's a mincha? A mincha is a meal offering. It comes from grain. The animal, its primary component is fire, passion. Its primary component is water. That's tzemeach. It represents the mayim of the world. Even though an animal needs mayim, and a tzemeach needs sunlight, no question. But the primary yisoyed of tzemeach is not esh, it's mayim. And the Pesach says, every mincha also needs salt, which is doimim. And tefillin and all other physical mitzvahs usually are doimim. They're de- you're dealing with matter that's lifeless. You have the boxes of tefillin, they're not living animals anymore, now it's doimim. You have tzitzis, it's not sheep anymore, it's just doimim, it's, it's lifeless, it's, it's physical matter. And yet it's the ruts in Hashem. So it's the way Hashem is manifested in the most inanimate and silent of matters. Doima means silent. Like Tfilin, which is in the Pasik Vahafta Shabakrishma. You mentioned the Tfilin. Nizgashem al-aklaf v'oisiyiz b'diyoyishem in yonim gashem. 
It all became materialized on parchment and letters that are written in ink. And that becomes the tefillin. If I meditate about Achtus Hashem, about Shema Yisrael, that's not tefillin. The mitzvah of tefillin is you need physical parchment with physical ink on f- in physical boxes that you tie and wrap on your physical arm and your physical leg. Tefillin srichim, guf naki. So that represents the carbon versus the mincha. Krishna is the carbon. What's mincha? Mincha is now going from fire, going to vegetation, going to the salt. So kolakrede krishma belay tefillin, it's like a mincha, it's like an oila without a mincha. You have to always realize when you go into Canaan, there could be Ra and you have to remove it. And that's why the term used there is not Eretz Canaan. It's Kisavayu al Eretz Moshvesechem. He started over the Maimer. Why does it call here Moshvesechem? Literally, it means the land where you live, but it's not the land where you live, the land where you're going to live. So he says, Because this is the whole Nekudah. What does it mean to sit? When I'm standing, my posture is upright. When you sit, you have to lower yourself. Right? If somebody wants to see your full height, you don't sit down, you stand. Sometimes a person wants to represent strength and, and, and dignity and power. You don't sit, you stand. You command more respect. When you sit, you're more in a, I don't want to say timid, but more humble. You, you push it physically in a lower space. You're sitting. It's a very different energy, right? When they were setting up the shul, they asked me if I want to stand by the shir, I want to sit by the shir. I said, I want to sit. Why not stand? So it's not, only, it's not because I'm going to get tired if I stand. I don't get so tired when I stand. I usually get carried away, so I don't get so tired. Afterwards, I get tired. That wasn't the issue. It's a different energy. Like when you're giving a lecture, you want to command a certain respect. When you're a conversation, you don't say, let's you sit down, because it's a different, it's, it's more, it's more um, like chavrusa. And that's how we like it. Right? You understand what I'm saying? So the Alter Rebbe says, Ki Unbelievable word. Hashem said, don't you realize that the whole creation was about me sitting, not me standing. Dira means that you have to be able to humble, sit down just like I sat down. Vayeshev Hashem Melech To become a Melech to the world, Hashem had to sit. If he remained standing, it's a metaphor. If he remained standing in Ein Saif, there's no, there's no Tachtoinim. The whole union of Dira B'Tachtoinim, of making a home for Hashem, in other words, of opening, revealing the Ein Saif in the finite, it's about Hashem lowering Himself and humbling Himself and being with Samson, filtering and contracting and restricting Himself to go into the Gashmi. You have to go into the place of, of Yeshiva. He said, He's How can Hashem have a home in this world? How can he live in the finite? It's like, I'll take you and I'll put you into a room yeah, that's two feet by two feet. You can't do that. How can you live in a place that's two feet by two feet unless you, unless you become like a, you go into a fetal position. I put you into a home with a very low ceiling. The ceiling is four feet. Yeah? So what do you do? <laughs> you have to sit down, right? You understand? So it's a beautiful metaphor. There's a problem. The ceiling is too low. You're infinite. How are you going to fit into this home? I'm going to make a home for you in my heart. My heart is not so big. So what does Hashem do? He says, don't worry. I'll sit down. I'll sit down. I'm good. I'll sit down. I don't have to stand. I'll sit down. But just don't go away from me. I want to be with you. It means I want to be with you. And where do I want to be with you? I don't want to be with you in this elevated, infinite place. I want to be with you in in your finiteness in your physical heart, in your animal soul, in your world, in your business, in your office. That's where I want to be with you. Also in your pain, yeah. The, the concept of Tachtoinim is manifested in, in, in endless ways. One way is pain, that's Tachtoinim. Sometimes it's my business. Sometimes it's my anxiety. 
Sometimes it's my physical home. And on a deeper level, it's in Zroya, Mayad, Nashim, Nezik, and Kachim Taras. So that's Yeshiva. I want to go, I want, I'm going to sit down. After the Chorban, he has in his world four cubits of Allah. How do you fit into four cubits? You sit down. When Shlomo built the Beis HaMikdash, he said, I don't understand. Is it really possible that God is going to sit on the earth? He's going to find a chair. He's going to be able to sit here. We actually have a place for him. says, The heavens can't contain you, and our house is going to contain you. It seems like a mockery. Heaven can't contain Hashem. And this base Hamikdash, this house that we built, it's a beautiful house, that's going to contain you. Come on. And the word he uses is Yeshev, because it's sitting down. So now there's a bunch of footnotes and Mekaymas. Turn to the next page, 82, Mem Aleph, column 3, the first line, after the parenthesis. And that's why here it's called Eretz Moshvesechem, the land of your Moshev, the land of your dwelling, because you're the ones who create the Hisyashvos. Atem Yashvemoisa. Kemaimir Azal, Al Tikre Bonayich, Elo Boinoyich. Every morning we say, Talmidich HaChamim, create, increase peace in the world. Because it says, V'chol banayich lemudya Hashem, all your children are students of Hashem. V'rav shloim banayich. There's tremendous peace that comes through your children. Al tikri banayich el Those who build. What's pshat? Those who build. So he says, they're the ones who build adira betachtainim. They're the ones who create the yeshiva. They allow Hashem to find a space in this world, to sit down, so it's Eretz Moish Vaseichem, you're the ones who build this world. Through halacha, which is manifested in very physical things, just like the daimim and the tzemeich and the nesachim. When you poured wine, wine is not fire. Wine is daimim. Wine comes from grapes, it's tzemeich. It doesn't go up, it's poured down. So you're the ones who create the Moshvaisechem through the Mincha, through the Nesachim. That's why right after the Meraglim, Hashem says, Remember, don't only bring the animals, which will go up in a fire, but also bring the wine, which will be poured downward. In other words, the ability to be able to remember that the ultimate purpose is to transform the earth to transform the physical earth, to transform your physical self, not to run away from any part of the world, not to run away from any part of you. To be able to realize that here, you're actually fulfilling His will, and His will is identical in the lowest place like it is in the highest place. The question is only, what is the Ratzin? What is the will? So therefore, call Krishma if I say Krishma, no Tfilin, it doesn't mean no Tfilin that... It's not only talking about physically no tefillin. It's talking about that too. But it means, I only believe in the concept of Krishna. But like tefillin. I divorce Yiddishkeit from tefillin. I want Krishna. Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echad V'ahavts Hashem Alekechem B'cholavavcha Which is Maidadik. But in the Kud of tefillin, to be able to understand that that Yichud has to come down in the most physical, practical sense. And it comes down in the parch and in the ink and the physical action. I don't need that. So keilu hikriv oila b'loy mincha and zevach b'loy nesachim. I brought a carbon meiredik. It went up, but there was no mincha. There was no grain that comes from tzemeich that you bring with salt. There was no nesachim. There was no wine that also comes from tzemeich and daimim and goes downward. And that's the exact connection. And that's why that's the mitzvah right after the menagla. And he finishes over the maimer v'dal, which means v'dal maven. This will be enough for a person who understands. And I guess for a person who doesn't understand. Either you need more, or maybe nothing will be enough. Now here he does a kitzur of the whole maimah. The Tzamech Tzedek sometimes wrote a summation of the whole maimah. And I want to read it with you, because it's six lines. But the reason really I want to read it to you is because when you finish a maimah and you review it, every person should be able to do such a kitzur. Sometimes, you know, in the shiurim, it's, it's the krishma, but I've been tefillin. <laughs> you go up and up and up, you have to be able to bring everything down. 
In other words, what did I learn today? How do I summarize it? How do I tell it to somebody else? Very often, it sounds good, but then I have to say it over to somebody else. What did you learn today? Why are you so excited? What do you like about it? Eh, it's nice, come. What, what did you learn? So that's where you have to be able to articulate it in words. So that's the concept of bringing it down, you see. The Miraglim never like coming down. They like staying up. So that's why a kitzer is very important. At the end, you should be able to summarize in a few lines. So he just goes through the whole process. You'll see in these, the Tzemach Tzedek, the grants of the Balatani, he summarized the whole Maimah. Kitzer. Inyan asrafim emibchines yisaydei shalaki. The srafim that get burnt up, they come from the divine element of fire. And every divine soul has this. The difference is a malach has only one yisaid. And a person is much more complex. A person has four elements. A person, of course, also comes into a body. says, so Havaya will illuminate my darkness. That's what the meditation of Krishna is. Havaya lekeno, like he said, Havaya is yutkevovke. Lekeno is my consciousness that's filtered and constricted and becomes my identity. But the truth is, they're one, and that brings the vahafta. Vezel eish oichla, the fire of the nefesh alekis eats up the fire of the nefesh abams. Veim kolze, nonetheless, the hagbirak yisoida eish aleki ain't die. It's not sufficient just to bring out. And give power to the fire of the divine. After that, one needs to bring it downward, which is through the mitzvahs. And that's why we say the whole title was compared to tefillin, because tefillin represents this. It says that the Jewish people saw the Yad Agdoila. That Havaya created. The Yud Kevavke, even in Mitzrayim, and that's the Yad Agdoyle, it extends into the Tachtoyna. Ach Bahashuv, when you go back into the Shuv, you go back into the world, Tzarech Lezoy Shlo Yipo. You have to be careful. The Miraglam have a point. You can easily fall. Right, when, you, when you're in the presence of the person you love, you're close. When you're going to the airport, you can also get distracted. Because <laughs> you're separate. So whenever you go to the Shuv, you have to always be careful, Loy Lipo, not to fall. That's what the Miraglim was so afraid of. That's what the Maimah went into, the whole idea of the hornet. The person always has to be able to um, um, uh, leave a little bit of room to be able to challenge themselves, to be able to challenge themselves not to fall. That's the concept of which is the shuv. So here in a few lines, he pushed it summarized the main Nakudas of the Maimur. Everybody have a wonderful day, wonderful week, and a wonderful Shabbos. Be'ezer Hashem will be here Shabbos, and Monday morning, 7.45, we'll start a new Maimur. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.